Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast chatting about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week we're back at Disney World and we're talking about Disney's Art of Animation Resort. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. And have you actually stayed at this resort, Amanda? Yeah, I have. Yeah, a few years ago I stayed there. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah, it's a really nice resort, isn't it? And it's quite new as well. I think it only opened in 2012, which makes it quite a new hotel, especially out all the value resort hotels. Yeah, so it's it's one of the value category hotels and it is the newest one located right next door to Pop, if people have, have stayed there in the sort of, they call it the Epcot area, close to the ESPN wide world of sports area as well. So nice and easy to get around to everywhere. Yeah, especially with the Skyliner, which we talk about a bit more in the rest of the podcast. But yes, nice and easy to get around and a great value, highly themed hotel as well. Yeah, it's definitely big on the theming. We often talk about some of the moderate and the deluxe hotels having Disney touches, understated. You know it's Disney, but not in your face. Well, yeah, this is in your face, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) This is very much in your face. If you like subtle hotels uh, with subtle theming, this is not the hotel for you. But if you love and you want to be in that big kind of Disney Americana, then this is a great hotel for you, especially if you've got little kids as well who just love Nemo and the Little Mermaid. They're going to find these hotels absolutely amazing. Yeah, so this originally, the buildings of Art of Animation, were meant to be an extension of Pop, weren't they? Say it's located just across the bridge from Pop. But the building work that they were doing, it was in the downturn after 9-11. It was all put on hold. And then quite some years later, they decided to resurrect that, but turn it into a brand new resort in its own right. Yeah, and I think the theming actually is probably better because it's now obviously the art of animation, so it's all the sort of animated Disney films. And beforehand, it was going to be sort of 1949 backwards for the sort of 50 years before that, which, you know, there were some cool kind of things, but I think there would be a lot of maybe drab kind of colours. It's not like Pop Century, which is kind of like really cool 60s, 70s fashion icons. I'm not quite sure that in sort of the 1940s, 1920s, 1930s, that the fashion and style would have been as good. So I, for one, am very glad that it is art of animation instead of a new Pop Century, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely more fun. And so it's Pixar-themed around four of the films. So Finding Nemo, Little Mermaid, Lion King and Cars. So it has themed rooms, um, but then all of the outside areas are themed as well. So the outside of the buildings, some absolutely huge structures of characters, great for photo opportunities outside of the park. So when I saw so many people, yeah, in front of the cars, in front of um, the Lion King characters having photos taken, and yeah, perhaps a little bit easier to meet those characters in inverted commas than it will be in the parks. Especially for the Cars characters. They're really cool. They're not sort of too big as well. They are kind of like car size as well. So they are equivalent size of what you'd have a sort of a meet and greet, whereas some of the other characters are over-inflated sort of bigger versions. And when you post these to Facebook and Instagram, you definitely know where someone's staying when you see these pictures coming up. Uh, on Instagram. Yeah, it's definitely an Instagrammable resort. And as we said, it's right next door to Pop. There is a bridge that joins the two hotels. And if you have ever stayed there, 
When you arrive at Art of Animation, you're going to get a real sense of deja vu. I certainly did. When I walked into the lobby area, which they call Animation Hall, it looks almost identical. It's a huge lobby area because, you know, this is a big hotel. I mean, we're talking about nearly 2,000 rooms. Most of them are the family suites. And then they've got these standard rooms as well. And the lobby Really very similar setup to Pop, except it has a different theming. This has got all the Pixar animation pictures on the wall. And it starts with the black and white sketches. And then as you walk along, they change into colour. And at the end, you have the finished animation cells. It's really clever. It's really cute as well, isn't it? And I think it's also worth noting, as you said, there's just under 2,000 rooms. But because the majority of them are for families up to six people in a room, it does mean that the resort is slightly busier than another equivalent hotel, which has around that sort of amount of rooms as well. So it's just another sort of little thing to think about is the resort, even though it's got the 2,000 rooms, which is similar to, say, for example, all-stars movies because those rooms don't hold as many people there is actually going to be physically more people in the resort i think they handle the numbers well though but yeah it's a busier resort that you're going to find perhaps at some of the moderates more people yes definitely moving on from the lobby that's where you're going to find the arcade and the gift shop uh, and then also the food court as well yeah it's a nice food court as well i think i think it's probably one of the better ones on property it's set up like a food court so you've got lots of different stations where you can go and choose different sorts of food i know things are operating a little bit different in the food courts at the moment but hopefully back to more normality soon so plenty of choice and i like as well though the seating areas are sort of zoned off so although it is a massive area you don't feel that you don't feel all the other people around you they do handle the crowds really well and for a value hotel the food court is really nice did you eat at the food court whilst you were there yeah i did i can't remember what i did eat if i'm honest but you know there is uh, there's, there's every choice there from your pizzas and burgers but there's also salads sandwiches pasta if you all want something different that's fine you can just all go and pick up your food separately and pay for it all together and yeah loads of seating or you can take things back to your room as well if you want to yeah there's a nice salad bar there and you can create your own pasta as well the pasta station and i believe they also have a mongolian beef and pastrami cheeseburger as well which sounds very nice that does sound very interesting i definitely didn't have that (laughs) (laughs) you don't remember any mongolian food Washed we're staying there. <laughs> no, I think I would have remembered that. I think I would have remembered that. And yeah, the, the gift shop's nice as well. It's a nice big gift store. I mean, it's standard Disney offerings, but they do have some specific art of animation resort things too. But yeah, nice big store. So if you don't want to pick things up in the parks, do a bit of shopping when you get back to your resort as well. Yeah, and of course you can also go and get your magic band as well, which I highly recommend. I really love having a magic band, so I don't want to be getting keys and phones out to open up doors and get onto attractions and into the parks. Definitely pick up a magic band when you arrive. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. It's a value resort. There's no table service restaurant here. The only other place to get something to eat is the drop-off poolside. So this is by one of the pools. You can get drinks. There's a full bar, and they do have some snacks and sandwiches that you can pick up there too. Yeah, it's perfect if you're having sort of a bit of chill out day, you just want to be by the pool, you can sort of send someone up to the bar and go and grab a couple of drinks for the family and some sandwiches and sort of chill out and relax. Yeah, it's not a full course meal, but you know, you're going to sort of tide you over for the afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, and it's really easy to pop back to the landscape of Flavours Food Court too. 
And speaking of the pools, I mean, there's three pools at this resort. The largest one, the Big Blue Pool, which is in the Nemo area, that is the largest pool on property outside of the water parks. The pool features sculptures of characters from the film like Crush, and there's also a toddler water play area as well. One of the fun features of the main pool is that the audio snippets from Finding Nemo are actually played so you can actually hear them underwater. So it's like having one of the characters sort of zipping past you. It's like being part of that film. It's really kind of a cool concept, isn't it? That is the fun pool. So if you've got toddlers, small kids, really just want to splash around in the pool, then I highly recommend that. They are quite strict in that pool in particular, only letting people who are staying at the resort enter. So don't be surprised if somebody asks to check your magic band or your room key to get into that pool because yeah, it is such a great pool. Everybody wants to go, but yeah, you have to be staying there <laughs> to be able to use it. I really like the other two pools as well. I think there's the Cozy Cone Pool, which is in the car section. This is probably one of my favourites, all themed over after the Cozy Cone Motel from the Cars films. And it's got the giant traffic cones. It sounds a bit like cabanas. You can sit inside them. But unlike the deluxe hotels where you have to pay for the privilege of one of the cabanas, this is just first come, first served. So, yeah, if you if you want to set yourself up there for the day and you want that bit of shade, then grab one of your cosy cones and, uh, yeah, go and set yourself up in there. I'd imagine there's some Brits that get down there sort of first thing yeah. in the morning. Towel on the sunbed. <laughs> Especially on sort of the first day, if you've got the jet lag and you, you're up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you'll be there as soon as the pool opens to go and grab yourself a cosy cone. Have you ate at the cosy cones in California Adventure? No restaurants there. No. They're really nice. I had like it was like a we're going off topic slightly, but it was like a little pizza roll kind of thing that it was like a cone shaped, and then it was stuffed with the filling inside. It was really nice and really kind of cool and cute. I really like the cars theming in stuff. Not a massive fan of the films as such, but I really like all the themings that they've done into the rides and also into the hotel as well. Yeah, this area around the pool. So as you're walking through the cars zone and then the pool area. I- Definitely worth a look, even if you're not staying in that part of the, the hotel. Lots of great pictures to be taken there. And the third pool is located in the Little Mermaid section. So again, you know, Disney would be pretty silly if they didn't have a, a pool themed to the Little Mermaid. And this pool is considered a quiet pool. And it has big structures and sculptures of King Triton and Ursta as well. And Ursta is one, I think, probably my favourite villain. I really like, I really kind of find she's like a really kind of cool villain. So that, that big sort of sculpture of her looming over the pool is very cool, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah, she is really one of those larger than life characters. And I'm with you. Yeah, Ursula's one of my favourite villains as well. He's definitely misunderstood. Definitely misunderstood. I don't think she's actually a villain. That's a, for another Well, podcast, I'm not sure about that, but yeah, she's... <laughs> <laughs> That's for a different podcast. Yeah. So all the pools, they're they're heated pools, so you can use them all year round. There aren't any hot tubs or jacuzzis because this is a value resort, no water slides. But yeah, there's plenty to do. And instead of the big blue pool, um, you've got the water splash area too. So yeah, really nice pools to enjoy there. In the Lion King area, there isn't a pool. Obviously, you can go and use any of the other ones in the resort, but there is a children's play area. And one of the good things is when you actually make your booking, you choose which area you're going to be in because you book you know, a Lion King suite area or you book a Little Mermaid suite area. So you know which area you're going to be in, which is kind of good because sometimes in the other 
hotels you just book a standard room and you don't really know where you're going to be and we have to sort of send across room requests to find out where people want to actually stay but with the suites you actually know which area you're going to be in so for example if you want to be close to that really big swimming pool the big blue pool then book into the Nemo section. If you want to be closer to the playground, then book into the Lion King section. But also it comes down to which character do your kids really, really love? Yeah, so in the mermaid area, you've only got the standard rooms. The other three areas, that's where the family suites are. One of the things that I really like is that there's laundry facilities near the pool because, I don't know about you, but when you're going away, I like to have a bit of extra room in my suitcase. I don't want to take over a full suitcase because I'm going to be bringing stuff back. So I want to take over less clothes. And if there's laundry facilities, I can go and throw those into the laundry, go and take a dip in the pool, and then I've got my clothes clean. So it just means I have to bring less over. So a really kind of cool feature. And they are next to the pools as well, which is great. Yeah, all the Disney hotels have laundry facilities, which I think is very useful. Because say, if you're going on a two-week holiday, you don't really want to take enough clothes for your whole two weeks, especially if you've got kids. You know, when mine were younger, might be in three or four different sets of clothes every single day. So yeah, having the laundry there, you can just shove your stuff in while you spend a bit of time around the pool is a great advantage. And one of the other great things they do is the movies under the stars, which are Disney movies that are projected up every single evening up onto a big screen. And you can just sort of chill out and relax. You've been in the parks the day and you can put your feet up watch this classic disney movie you know as the sun goes down and in orlando and you know what most of the year round you're not going to need a jumper or a jacket or anything you can just chill out and relax and watch this film can't you yeah i really like doing the movies under the stars i mean they'll put the schedule up in the lobby area so you can check every day what's going to be on though depending on the season so it's off peak season it might only be probably three or four times a week but in peak season it's normally every night and if you don't like the movie that's showing you could always pop over to pop yeah i didn't even mean to say that and then you can go and see what their <laughs> movies are too because they show them over there as well so as we've said, at Art of Animation, there are two different room types. We'll start off, we've got the standard rooms, and these are in the Little Mermaid themed area. They're slightly bigger than the standard rooms at the other value resorts, and they are very highly themed with Little Mermaid. I have to say, they're not my favourite rooms at a value resort. Where they're located, they're quite far away from everything. So they've got their own pool but they're quite a long trek away from the main building, from the transportation. And I think they are quite a lot more expensive than a value room, say, at Pop or one of the All-Stars. If you've got kids who really love Little Mermaid, or if you do, yeah, stay there. They've refurbished them recently, and I think they are better than they used to be. Because another one of the downsides I didn't like about these rooms is they've got two double beds. They used to have two double beds, but they've now upgraded them to two queen beds. That does mean they're quite snug when you're walking around. There isn't a lot of floor space. Now they've put those two queen beds in, but at least you have got a bit more room when you're actually in the bed. And they've added the mini fridge and also the coffee maker. Got big TV in there now. And they've got the wood flooring that most of the hotels are putting in now rather than the carpets. Yeah, they are kind of quite small rooms. They're 277 square feet or 25 square metres, which is only slightly bigger than the ones at All Stars movies, 
But at All Stars movies, you've got the second bed is also folds up into a table. So if you want that extra little bit of space during the day, then you just fold the bed up, which you can't do, I believe, at this hotel. So great if you just want to kind of go in, sort of like relax and just fall asleep, then fantastic. But if you're going to be spending a, quite a bit of time in the room, like if you've got kids that you're going to have to bring back to go for a nap in the afternoon, for example, then maybe look at either one of the family suites or a hotel with a larger room. Yeah, and just across that pop, they've got the the rooms the same as the one at uh, movies. So you've got the one queen bed and then the one bed that pulls down. So you've got a table during the day and then you pull the bed down in the evening. So given they are pretty much in the same location, the only difference is the theming. I would probably go for pop over this, but that's just my personal preference. I have lots of people who book them, stayed in them, really, really enjoy them. But yeah, it's just to be mindful of the fact they are a little bit further away from the main building and the transportation and they are yeah quite a bit more expensive than similar rooms at the all-stars or at pop normally at most hotels the standard sort of lead-in rooms is the ones they got the most of but here it's actually the suites isn't it so we've got the lion king nemo and cars theme suites and these are in sort of like we said sort of better locations as usually sort of a bit closer to the the transportation and the main buildings but you've also got a lot more space as well. You've got 565 square feet of space, or that's uh, 52 square meters. So it's basically, it's pretty much twice the size as a normal standard bedroom. The great thing is you've got the master bedroom, we've got a living room, we've got two full bathrooms as well, and a kitchenette with a mini fridge and a microwave and a coffee maker. Yeah, so I stayed in one of the Nemo suites. They're probably my favourite, I think. They are the most expensive as well, just because of their location. So these are the ones, as you walk out of the back of the lobby, then you're straight into the Nemo area. The rooms are around the big blue pool. And then if you keep walking through the pool, that's where you're going to get to the Skyliner as well. So they are in the prime location. But size and facilities wise, they are all the same. Um, So the Lion King, the cars, or the Nemo, they're huge. I mean, they sleep up to six people. They are, again, very, very highly themed. No kind of just touches here. It is loads and loads of theming. It's great. If you've got kids who are into these films, they'll, they will love it. Yeah, I think waking up in a Lion King room, if that's your favourite film, I mean, that's just going to make your holiday, uh, isn't it, if you're a little kid? So these are super popular with parents who have got little kids that are really into those free films yeah or if you want to stay on site and you just want that extra space there aren't that many rooms on site at disney that sleep more than four people so these are great because you can have six people in there but i also have booked them a lot for just two adults and two kids who want the extra space you've got two bathrooms which is brilliant you've got one bathroom which is just off the main living dining area pretty standard disney bathroom you've got the shower over the bathtub the vanity area it's all themed like the submarine bit from finding nemo so you've got lots of bruce and fish are not food and that kind of thing yeah it's really cool and then you've got a completely separate bedroom with its own bathroom which is huge got a massive walk-in shower the same submarine theming i really like this bathroom i thought this was a similar standard as you'd find at one of the deluxe hotels definitely not really good isn't it and then you've also got that living room area as well so you're not actually just completely in the actual bedroom itself you've got the sort of living room and then 
having like the mini kitchenette with the fridge and the microwave that's quite good as well isn't it yeah i mean it's not a full kitchen and um, that you might get no. at one of the vacation <laughs> club villa resorts it is just if you wanted to get breakfast in your room have a few drinks if you wanted to you know heat something up in the microwave you know ideal for that but you're not going to be cooking a full meal in there and then the sleeping arrangements so you've got the queen size bed in the separate bedroom and then in the living dining area, you've got a full size sofa bed. So that pulls out for two people. And then you've got this table bed arrangement, the same as we've got at All Star Movies and at Pop. So when you arrive, you've got, got the table and some chairs around it, but it very easily pulls down and converts into a bed for two people as well. And I, I really like that setup with those Murphy beds. Yeah, it's a really good setup. It means you've got that extra space in the rooms. And I think when you've got kids, you want to have extra space because you know what? They want to run around a little bit. And when you're getting, trying to get changed in the morning, having those two bathrooms is going to be a real perk, I think, when trying to get ready, um, especially if your family is the same as mine, just everyone, a bit of a madhouse, everyone trying to get ready at the same time. Yeah, it's just nice to have a bit of space as well, isn't it? It's fine. Go on holiday for two weeks and you're all in one room, especially if you're out at the parks um, all the time. But if you are a family who wants a bit of extra space and some privacy, then these are absolutely perfect. Yeah, you can see why these are very popular with parents that have got smaller children because they're all going to be in one room and as you said there isn't really that many places on site at disney where you're going to get that amount of space for that price no absolutely i mean they're not cheap i mean this is a value resort but you look at the price of the family suites it's going to be more than staying a moderate and oftentimes it can be cheaper to be booking two rooms and request connecting rooms but i don't know you're getting you are definitely getting something more you've got the amazing theming you've got the kitchen area you've got the two bathrooms so definitely want to consider if you a larger family or even if you are just yeah two adults two kids and i know you'd enjoy it It, they're fun and as you said some people do book two rooms but then there is no guarantee that they're going to be connecting or next to each other of course we do make sure with disney we do put that across to them and then we also request rooms next to each other as well closer to the time but there is no guarantee disney won't guarantee it so if you've got little kids where you know they have to be in the room with you or next to you then definitely look at getting one of these if you've got older kids and they're not too fussed about the theming then this might not be the sort of best resort for you for the same price you could probably get two moderate leading rooms at something like coronado springs instead of getting one of these suites so it's kind of finding what's right for your family if you speak to us we'll be able to help you so one of the big draws to this resort is the transportation, isn't it? Since they put in the Skyliner. It's definitely elevated it to new heights and new levels. It was already a really popular hotel because of the amount of space that you get. But the fact that you can jump on the Skyliner now to get to two of the parks, that's just going to be a massive time saver. And also it's a really cool way to get back to the results, isn't it? So with the skyliner you know you can sit down sometimes we're on the bus the bus is a bit busy you don't get you're not the first person on there or you see someone who's a bit older so of course being nice you offer your seat to someone to come and sit down and you stand up but on the skyliner everyone gets to see everyone gets to sit down and you get these amazing views as well which you're not going to get from the buses face it no you do i mean if you don't like heights might not be uh, the best form of transportation but (laughs) it's saying that even people i know who have gone who not so keen on heights don't seem to have a problem with them because they are quite 
big gondolas. They move a little bit, but they're a very good way to, to get around. And the gondola station is located on the bridge between Art of Animation and Pop. So both of those resorts will, will access that station. Can get lines just like the buses at, at busy times, but does move because it's continually moving. The lines do move a lot more quickly than you know, if you're, you're waiting for a bus. You do have to change to get to the park. So the the Skyliner will take you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, but you have to change at the Caribbean Beach Resort Station to get onto the correct Skyliner. Yeah, so they say to allow sort of about 20 minutes to get up to Epcot, up to the International Gateway, or about 12 minutes to get to Hollywood Studios. But as you said, yeah, you do have to make a change, so it's not uh, one line all the way through. It is quite good, though, to be able to get to Caribbean Beach as well, because if you want, you then you, it's very easy to get there if you want to go there for dinner or just to look around the resort. I mean, Disney, it's renowned. It's very easy to get from the hotels to the parks, but it's quite a lot more difficult to get to hotel to hotel, even ones that are located quite close together. But from here, you can go across, you can eat in the food court at Pop, you can get the Skyline over to Caribbean Beach. So yeah, you've got lots of choices for dining. Yeah, and if you don't fancy taking the Skyliner, then of course you can also take the more sort of traditional buses as well. So you can take the bus to go to Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon and Disney Springs. The two water parks share the Animal Kingdom one is shared with Blizzard Beach and Disney Springs shares it with Typhoon Lagoon uh, as well. To get to those places, then you've got the more sort of traditional buses uh, to get you around. And then, as we've said before, you can always have an Uber or a Lyft. Um, that can sometimes be the quickest way to get to where you're going, particularly if you want to be there really early or you've got an early dining reservation or if you're going to another one of the hotels. Yeah, or you just have a look at the queue line for the uh, for the buses and think, nah, I'll take an Uber instead. That's what I've done plenty of times. I'll just look yeah, at them, especially too. when it started raining because of the theme parks, like Hollywood Studio, for example, the hotel buses, that, that area not always undercover and you don't want to be standing out in the rain whilst waiting for a bus and you just see one girl being think, ah that's another 12 minutes 20 minutes before the next one comes along ah just get an uber or lyft instead i think people must think we've got shares in uber or lyft because we do seem to <laughs> recommend them quite a lot <laughs> it's the way that i got around for, for since it's been in orlando it's the way that i get around all the time i just think it's just so easy but i don't see unless you're planning on going really further away don't see the point in having a car when you could get someone else to drive for you. That's my view of it, but I don't particularly like the idea of driving on a holiday. I think that driving is something you do when you're at home. You know, It's a boring thing you do when you're at home. When you're on holiday, that's where you get someone else to drive you. That's my view. Yeah, favorite. let somebody else do the driving, take the stress exactly, out of yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> you can have a car if you're, you're staying at any of the Disney hotels, but just to be mindful, there is a parking fee now. So including an art of animation, you will be charged a parking fee to have your own car there. Just depends yeah. what you're doing. If you're planning to do lots of things off-site as well as on Disney property, can be really, really useful to have a car. But if you're mainly just going to do Disney, it's just going to sit in the car park, really, isn't it? Yeah, you're paying $15 a day for your car just to sit there and do nothing whilst you go in the park, which seems a bit of a waste. I mean, you can always, if you need a car, you don't have to rent it for the whole time you're there. You can just rent it for part of the time. Disney do have an on-site car rental pickup sort of centre, so you can just pick it up. If you want to go to, for example, to Kennedy Space Centre for the day, then just rent it for an evening or rent it for a day or for two nights. Yeah. Now, I quite often have people do that. I just want to go out to the beach for the day or, say, the Kennedy Space Centre, uh, then we can just sort that out for a, a few days for you. 
So that is a very brief overview of Art of Animation. What are your top tips then, Martin, for staying there? I think definitely make use of the Skyliner to get around. It's such a cool way to get to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. Take loads of photos when you're up there. It's such a unique view that you're going to get. I kind of quite like it for if you've already seen, if there's a fireworks show going on, for example, at Epcot, if you've already seen the fireworks, then maybe head towards it at that firework time and then you get to see the fireworks from the sky and you'll be up there. It just sort of gives you a different kind of view uh, of the fireworks. Yeah, one of my top tips would be to check the activity schedule at the hotel so all of um, Disney hotels do offer activities whether they're around by the pool or in other areas and at Art of Animation they have a really cool thing you can do a drawing class I'm not sure if these are operating at the moment but they certainly have done before so you know I used to be able to go and do these in the parks and you still can in Paris can't you you can go and do the animation class but you can do this in this hotel so you'll have an animator who'll come and show you how to draw one of your favorite Disney characters I really like that yeah it's a unique sort of souvenir to bring home isn't it sometimes the kids are more proud of doing a drawing than they are of actually going on all the rides it's a different kind of souvenir a different kind of memory isn't it yeah um, now we've got lots of pictures of uh, various disney characters that we've done at animation <laughs> classes so. some better than others yeah i'm terrible at drawing so any help would be much appreciated and then the last one is if you're a larger family, especially if you've got little kids, then look at upgrading to a family speed. Have a look if they particularly like a certain film, then that's going to be sort of the one to go for. If not, then maybe look at the Nemo ones because you can be closer to that big blue pool and also closer to the transportation side of things as well. And my final tip is go and take so many pictures because there are lots and lots of places where you can take photographs with these characters models and yeah it's like great for your instagram so that's all for this week we really hope you enjoyed the show please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes and if you like the show it would be great if you could leave us a review if you'd like to find out more about fairytale holidays and how you can book your next holiday with us then please visit our website that's fairytaleholidays.co.uk and you can find all the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening and have a magical day.